Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. (laughs) 
Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick, joined again today by Cristiano Andrade. Cristiano, thanks for joining us again from Brazil. I'm glad to be here again. So pretty nice to, to run the show with you. I appreciate you doing it. And uh, if you didn't catch the first roster show on the defense, make sure you listen to that one kind of first. Uh, Cristiano has done some wonderful work on putting together the elements you need to think about when you're trying to plan a roster from the GM's perspective and all the things that, that, that come together. And some of the examples that you don't often see mentioned in places like Twitter or on forums or whatever where they may be talking about this is the number of years of team control remaining, uh, the projected salary gain or loss in the case of a cut. Oftentimes, there'll be some veterans signed. For example, the Ravens' safeties, Richards and Levine, each have some guaranteed money in their contracts. That doesn't necessarily really mean they're going to make the team, does it, Cristiano? No, not at all. But uh, sometimes when you have 100% free guaranteed, it's like you want to keep the guy, like Jimmy Smith, for example. Right, Jimmy Smith. And I think actually the other one in, in that category is uh, Peters this year has a fully guaranteed contract, if I recall. It's like renegotiated yes. to get to that point. Yes, Peters. So this, yeah, there's a lot of players they, they, they really can't get rid of no matter what, or it wouldn't make any sense anyway. And there's other players uh, that they do have an option. They've, they've effectively purchased an option to have that player on the roster. And that's kind of the way I think about it anyway. But Cristiano, let's go through this now for the offense. And, and again, take a look at that defense uh, first, or listen to the defense first if you can. And in the gallery, there's a, the spreadsheet that we're talking about is out there. So if you happen to be listening to this on a PC, I know that's not too many. It's only about 10% of our total listeners. But if you are listening to this on a PC, bring up the spreadsheet on the side. Great companion piece. Cool. So, Cristiano, floor is yours. Let's talk defense. Yeah, let's offense. offense. <laughs> let's start with offense line, shall we? Yep. So, offense line, what I see is that we have 10 guys for nine spots. So, mm -hmm. six of them are locked. So, I would say we have three tackles. So uh, Alejandro Villanueva and Ronnie Stanley and Tyre Phillips are definitely locked. And then we have, um, let's say, other three guards in interior offensive line that are centered, Bozeman, for example, that are locked. So I would say uh, Cleveland, Bozeman, mm -hmm. and Zeitler are locked. So then we have other three very serviceable, serviceable players uh, to other two spots. Uh, so we got to think what we do with Ben Powers, what we do with McCurry, and what do we do with Bradison. So uh, with... Yeah, first of all, good point that it's a really a nine-to-make-eight world now. For people who don't recall, eight offensive linemen on game day is a new rule the NFL included, which basically means every team's going to carry eight. The reason being that um, you gain an extra roster spot only if you carry eight, an eighth offensive lineman on game day. So it's kind of like a free position. The only way it would not be free is if you only had seven guys you even liked it all to be on your 53 and then you you might decide not to carry an eight. I can't imagine any team would ever do that. Yes. But uh, but really, because of injuries and whatnot, most teams in the NFL, I think, are carry nine, activate eight each week. That's it. And uh, I think we can get nine that uh, it, there will be a half scratch every game. So, mm -hmm. um, And the good thing on this is that we can carry a center, a guard, and a tackle. Uh 
every game also as as a backup option. So uh, the thing it it reminds me a little bit of 2019 situation that we uh, traded two guys. So we traded Lewis and Lemnor. So I think we got a seven. Uh, conditional, seven or lowest conditional yeah, seven. Conditional mm-hmm. seven and a six for Luminor, right? So which was no, a, it was higher than that. They got, I think, a fourth for Luminor and gave back a six. That was a oh. very high value trade. Yep. So it was pretty good, right? So mm-hmm. at the time, I don't know if you can get all of that, but if you can get a six or a seven on Powers or Mikari, uh, I think it's good. So uh, particularly comparing to Bradson because they have one year less than, than him. Mm-hmm. So Powers, maybe they, he has more trade value because he has a big chunk of starting uh, mm-hmm. at an FL level. Uh, not bad, right? I think you remember your grades. It's not pretty good. Pretty yep. good, right? So, uh, but if we really go with Cleveland as starting position, I wouldn't keep Powers at this point. So it's a kind of a luxury. So we could have Bridson and Mercari, uh that could cover pretty well. What do you think? Yeah, well, I, Powers is not a particularly versatile player. And now, with since their starting five appears to be well set, right tackle, you could argue whether they really have the guy or not, but their starting other four are very set. And that means the interior offensive line with Cleveland, Bozeman, and um, Zeitler, is fairly well set. So now I think if you're an interior offensive lineman who's going to be a backup, it really helps to be versatile. So you start with um, McCary being a guy who's quite versatile. He's played a little bit of tackle. I don't know that that would really be of much use to the Ravens other than to get them through a game. You know, I wouldn't want them starting him there multiple weeks, given his arm length. Um, That would be one possibility. You have Bredesen, who's played a lot of sixth offensive linemen, and he presumably could play guard or center, very short-armed. He may or may not be the future. The Ravens already may have decided he's not the guy, but uh, he has one more year, so he's probably a little bit ahead of McCary and Powers in that. And then Powers himself is really only a guard, and that's the problem with him is that, um, you know, he'd he'd be the first backup to either of those guards, but that has less value than than some of the versatility that McCary or, or Bredesen can bring. Yeah, I put all of this because I think Tristan Colon Castillo should make the, t- yeah. the roster. So we have one, we have three years left in his contract. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it, the four signs are good for him as a center. So uh, he could be our backup center, uh, eventually could be the future center of this team as Bozeman is the last year of this of his contract. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, they, what they're willing to spend on Bozeman. He was one of the guys I really had hoped they would sign this offseason to an early deal and get him extended for three years, reasonable price, $9 million, $11 million, something like that, that would be you know a, a good bargain for both sides. The Ravens get a, a, a player slightly on the cheap. Bozeman gets the financial security that NFL players really crave uh, a little bit early. Uh, you, know, we look, you look at what happened to Matt Skura yeah. at that position, and you say, boy, you don't want that to happen to, to Bradley Bozeman this year. Um, so anyway, um, and, and it's exactly the same time. But but I'm not as high on Colon Castillo as you seem to be relative to the other linemen. I think he's probably at the bottom of the totem pole and probably the most likely to be cut of, of that group. Yeah, I, I agree. If And that's one that we could try to bring it back on practice squads, right? So yeah. Um, I don't. I see. I think Bradison and Colin Castillo, we could bring it back. 
Mikari and Powers, if we cut straight away, I think someone is going to claim them on, on wire. So try to trade them. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a business decision, right? Let's try to get more draft picks uh, as we have to cut one of those guys that are not too far one from each other. So that's, so that, uh, that makes that makes sense. Who's on the fringe of the roster that you like to either keep on the practice squad or might surprisingly earn a spot if somebody got hurt, say, in camp? Because oftentimes we talk about this thing as if these guys are all going to be healthy come opening day. Very good probability that of those 10, only nine are healthy. Yeah, I think if one of them is injured, uh, it has solved itself, right? So we keep the other nine. Um, so, and we don't know the also the, the UDFA that we are bringing, right? So maybe you got a surprise like we have with Mikari or Iskura. So uh, it could be also a factor. But I would say Mikari is the one I, I, I have mixed feelings with him. Very flexible. So you can play everywhere, but also not as good as the others as a particular role. So right. that's the one I, I would try to, if I had to cut by the performance, I would cut McCurry probably. Okay. All right. I, I, I can't disagree, although I don't think there's a lot to choose from with those, those players. I think that they're McCurry, Bredesen, and, um, and um, TCC. TCC. I put all on a very similar level. Um, the, what I really want to ask about was the one of the, UDFAs is Adrian Ely, who is a guy people thought of at tackle and a guy who, uh, you know, projected into the fifth round for some people, the sixth round. Um, he might have even projected as high as about the third round, but he had a disastrous combine. <laughs> Absolutely destroyed himself. I think with nine bench reps or something. I mean, it's just it's on the same level as um, Orlando Brown in yeah. terms of having a terrible combine. Uh, he he could be the surprise. I think the Ravens might like him more. Maybe he stays around the practice squad, or maybe he actually makes the team out of out of camp. Uh, kind of a lot of other teams have probably made their decision based on that horrible combine but we'll see let us let us see let's get a good surprise that we get with zeus right so it was really good to have him do you have any any hope that andre smith could make the team not at all neither yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have i think they have twenty five thousand or something in guaranteed money on yeah. andre smith that they'll lose yeah that's, twenty five thousand. that's nothing yeah I agree. Okay, so let's move on. What do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's talk about wide receivers, right? So we have seven players for six spots. So um, I think five are pretty much locked. So uh, Hollywood, Sammy Watkins, and uh, Bateman, uh, Wallace, and Duvernay. I think they are locked. So, and then we get a competition between Prochet and Boykin. Uh, I know people make fun of you because you talk about Boykin blocking skills. So, <laughs> it's pretty good at this, I think. Uh, I, at some point, I was in the bandwagon moving Boykin to tie end. And then I realized that he would be a really undersized at tie end. So, mm -hmm. compared, so it's not like Darren Wheeler that moved, but he had the, the size to be a tie-end. I think Boykin would be undersized at tie-end. Could work, but 
not I'm not sure he'll gonna get like 30 pounds this off season. Maybe you get you get to the training camp and you're gonna say, oh holy crap, what's going on? So as uh, he got all that weight, but I don't think so. that's what's gonna happen. And then we have uh, uh, Prochet that really was a special teamer, right? Last year, just mm-hmm. kick returner. Uh, I think has like we could count the targets he had last year in one hand, right? Three, Three. right? So, two of them. Two of them were pick sixes, pick sixes by yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. So, um, I think that's uh, as a first impression, it was pretty bad. I'm not sure he could evolve. I don't know if he has speed or and good hands, but speed, mm-hmm. uh, the boot tree, I don't know how polished he, he would be. Um, and also, if you think about special teamers. Yeah, yeah. Duvernay, I was just going to say, came on at the end of the season and really was taking over the punt return duties. I didn't feel with a big drop-off, but I also don't feel like punt returning or kick returning in general is all that important. Exactly. Like we, like we said in the other show, right? So, yeah. Um, and I think Duvernay is pretty, pretty solid on, on this. And with the two new acquisitions, Duvernay, I'm not sure he's going to be pretty involved in the offense side of the law. So you could take chance with him because you have all other players. So, and Boykin as special teamer is a decent gunner. I'd say not as Chris Moore, but as I, I would say very, very decent gunner could be used on some particular games on offense side to block uh, you could bring him in the middle sometimes. Sometimes you could use him outside the numbers uh, as he has been used. But uh, particularly on special teams, uh, he would be way more useful than, than Prochet. Um, and we also know some of them would be uh, a healthy scratch on game days, not being... Uh, yeah, it'll be six to make five. Exactly. exactly. So uh, maybe it's better to have someone like uh, like Boking has some experience to start. This all, except if we decide to trade Boiking. If we have some trade value on one of them, it would be Boiking. Two years of starting, not a spectacular, but not terrible. I'd say, yeah... <laughs> Tracking, tracking the ball is, was, was an issue, but I think it was more like a rapport between him and Lamar. Maybe if a yeah. very different quarterback. Different, different quarterback could fix it. And you know what else? There's going to be other receiving coaches in this league who look at Miles Boykin and say, oh, my God, look at this guy. He's, he's big. He's fast. Look at what he does as a run blocker. Uh, we, we, can, we can fix this guy in our system. My fear is that that's a team like the Steelers. That can actually figure it out for Boykin, and then we have him in the division, and we're we're you know face palming over the situation. Yeah, but anyway, I think it's be good for everyone, right? So if he finds a team that can actually use him properly, and good for him because he's a hard worker, at least looks like from what we see outside, right? And uh, and good for us, we could get like a six, fifth maybe. In return, I, I mean, you, you, Boykin is a third-round draft pick that the Ravens traded up for. I'm not excited about getting a sixth-round pick two years into his NFL career. You know, it'd be like the Hayden Hurst thing. You, you, you know, you, you draft him as a one, you got back a two. It's okay value, and it turned out to be very good value relative to what's happened to Hurst since then in Atlanta. But boy, I mean, I just, I, I just wouldn't be that excited. I'd rather, I think, I'd rather just keep Boykin if the, if the payoff is only a six. Uh, yeah, I tend to look at as an investment, right? So you look forward. 
not backward. Sure. I, I, yeah. I'm not looking at the sunk cost. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I understand the concept. I'm just, <laughs> that's, that's my view of it. It's worth more than a six-round pick for the two years they have remaining. Cool. Yeah, so uh, all in one, I think we agree. If we have decent value and trade value for him, maybe it's good for 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 everyone involved, right? So, um, but if it's it gets to the point between him and Brochet, I would keep him biking. Uh, right. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easily. And Brochet, maybe you could put him back to practice squad. So I, I don't know if someone is going to claim Brochet uh, out of claims. It's... So, it, it's he'd be attractive, and the reason is he's only got one year of NFL experience, so he's got three years of team control. And if you're if you're another team, you go out there and you go to him and you say, "Hey, sign the same contract you had with Baltimore." And so his fourth year actually is is at his original price and not at a un uh, sorry a RFA price. So for the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. The Ravens might not have to pay a lot more for it, or some other team might not have to pay a lot more for it. So, yeah, I think he's, he, he probably would have some attractiveness. The, 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 the similar player was Cyrus Jones, who bebopped around between New England and Baltimore with um, uh, the same four-year deal mm -hmm. as he was originally on. That's true. Yeah. So I think uh, with this, we can, we covered uh, wide receiver group, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then let me bring some more, let's say, bold discussion here, because it's about a player that I love, really love. One of my favorite players is Patrick Carr. So, and then we draft uh, his clone, right? So, like, at least what people are saying. Uh, his uh, Bay Mason draft pick for me looks, we have two alternatives here. The first one is IR him, phantom IR that happens all every year. So, and then we lose one year of his contract. Uh, but anyway, at least we have him for another three years in a cheap contract. Uh, or we, if he really goes well during the camp, and we are very, very comfortable. And probably this year, we're going to be running less and passing more, maybe using f uh, a fullback less than previous years. Yes, probably true. So maybe you say, yeah, no, we're going to lose a little bit here, but we save $2 million in cap. And then maybe you can find, I don't know, Raiders or any other team that run decently and might benefit from having a fullback on the on the on, the, on Patrick Carr level, and we could get like a fifth or sixth round pick, and go there. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like having a swimming pool in your house when you live in Maryland, having a swimming pool attached. If you're in Brazil, I bet everybody wants a pool. Yeah. If you're in Maryland, not everybody wants a pool. It's a, it's a lot of trouble to maintain a pool. It has limited values, shorter season for swimming. And that's what we have in this fullback situation is if the Ravens are going to go back to uh, only having 15 or 18 percent of the snaps for a card to play, he's less valuable to this team. Where he was tremendously valuable last year was when they lost Boykin they still had a good answer in terms of who they would have among their five eligible receivers. I think you make a good point that with the Ravens having six guys who they really like at wide receiver and five guys active every game day, that they're going to, they're going to want to play more 11 personnel, single back, single tight end, the single tight end is often going to be Andrews or Boyle and the, and the single back, uh, you know, won't have a fullback with him, obviously. So, so you're talking about a, a, a three wide receiver formation. When they do that, that means less work for Ricard. And I, I don't know how they get away from that. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if we trade him. So mm-hmm. for those two reasons, getting something in return and saving some Every dollar counts, right? It's oh, yeah. just as Lamar said these days on Twitter, right? Regarding the cost. So. Yeah. I, I hope they um, will make sure what they have with Ben Mason before they make a move like that. Ben Mason is a p- very poor man's Patrick Ricard. He's not nearly as big. Uh, you know, as an inline tight end, he, he wouldn't be exciting at all in terms of his blocking ability at, at, at his current weight and, uh, and whatnot. He's run the ball for minimal yards per carry in college. He's had three receptions in his career. Well, you look back to the drive that really got the Ravens going in the playoffs. They had three completions to Ricard against Tennessee, uh, you know, to, to, to help fuel that that uh, touchdown drive, I just don't I don't see him being a, a big receiving threat for the Ravens. Uh, it, it could happen, but it's going to be something completely new in his game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it depends on how he shows up during the camp, right? So if you are comfortable with, maybe you can make a move. Otherwise, IR him, wait for the next year, and see how it goes. So uh, let's move to running backs. I think it's no brain, right? So just say we have pretty much the three guys and some other that will make practice squads. So Dobbins, Edwards, and Hill. Uh, I don't think we have anything to, to discuss here other than... I, I'm, I'll make one point because yeah, <laughs> I always got to do this. So Dobbins and Edwards completely agree. You're right. They paid money uh, and they paid draft capital in, in those cases. But but in the case of Hill, uh, he's two years into his contract now and he's only got look forward value, which is not all that great. And so I think if they if they found a guy they really liked in camp, I don't see the reason to keep Hill around. He's been a good gunner good special teams player so it's not it's not like they don't have value there it's just i think they could find another player with more value and maybe it's um having that fifth receiver uh, sorry having an extra spot at receiver and making sure you have six spots or maybe it's having an extra cornerback in this case and going 26 24 on the on the division between the players i just think there's there's with with Hill, I, oh, the other thing is they may find the other back they like that's a better stylistic fit for this team because 
that's the one thing about Hill is he doesn't really seem to fit any style that the Ravens regularly go to. It's not that he can't occasionally be effective running the football, but he, he's not a real speed player who can challenge, say, a Duvernay in terms of what he brings in terms of, of um, uh, escapability and, and in terms of speed running that jet sweep. Um, and he's not a great pass blocker. So whatever, whatever ability he, he theoretically has as a receiver, we really haven't seen yet either um the team doesn't want to really keep him on the field on third down so i just i i'm I'm not seeing the value of hill is so great that they wouldn't cut him if they found another guy in camp that they liked how do you see ty williams i mean they've kept him around and and the clock has not started those are both great things yeah 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 so I, I remember people talking high on him, but we didn't have preseason games, so we didn't see him mm-hmm. actually playing, and uh, just few people could go to the trains so to, to have a good perception on him. But uh, I, I don't know his measures, so I don't know if he would be a, a, a different or nice fit for, Harry, for the Ravens. Right. I, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a legitimate question. And, you know, the, the nice thing about the exact schematic fit is it doesn't have to be perfect because um, Roman really can mold the offense to do different things, uh, you know, relative to a different player. But, uh, but I think right now I would say as a running back, as a runner exclusively, I think they'd be happier to give Tyson Williams a larger share of carries if they activated him and also had Hill active. So I don't think if, if, if the worst happened and J.K. Dobbins went down, I think it's more likely Williams gets activated and gets a significant chunk of carries than it is that Hill really improves his um, uh, carry percentage. So maybe it's a bubble between Hill and him. So could be. All right. So and then Tyant, right? So I think Tyant here is we chat, we have two locks, right? No discussion. Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle, all cool. Uh, I don't think I, I I let me rephrase. I feel last year we missed the third Tyant a lot. So yep. Ricard couldn't play as a Tyant. It was a different role. So um, and. Uh, I have a sense that the team was pretty high on Breland last year. So kept him around, hired him, and then uh, everyone was saying that if he wasn't by injured, he would go high on draft, and turned out, turned out he was undrafted. So we kept him. And then we had this trade to bring Oliver in. So two years left, So, but still, uh, he was a third-round player, I think. So... Uh, Maybe the potential is there. He couldn't unleash this two consecutive years uh, endured. So I would say between them two, we're going to keep one. So depends on how they perform. Of course, we have a live wolf there and we have Tomlinson. I think it's more like a policy insurance if Nick Boyle is, is not ready to go after the injury. But after all, I think it's between Brilliant and uh, And, and Oliver, which would be great to have the third guy. It's uh, better. We could rotate, keep uh, new things there, working with more heavy personnel. So these things that have worked well in, in the previous years and we were missing last year. So how do you see that? 
Yeah, so I, I guess I'm I'm similar on Tomlinson that I think while I think he was very valuable to the Ravens last year to have that guy, the Ravens ran like crazy down the stretch when he was in there. Um, I think that that he is kind of a luxury in the sense or an insurance policy, if you want to say it. I'm not sure he'll be taken off the practice squad, but he does represent a league best blocking tight end that's available uh, as the season rolls on. So, so it is the kind of thing that, that a team tends to need and they tend to pick up from the Ravens roster or from the Ravens practice squad, I should say. Oliver, I really don't know a lot about the guy. Uh, you know, I'm interested to see the two years of team control is worth something. Um, and the, I, I noticed on your chart here, you have Breland and Wolf with three years of team control. Did the clock start on them? Did they both play against Pittsburgh? Uh, or no, Breland not. That, that's uh, that's wrong. They're going to fix that. It's actually okay. four years. So neither, okay. neither of them have started. So and Breland, I don't know if the IR started the clock for him. Oh, yes, it might have. Okay, so if he was okay, what we'll do 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 to look at that. The yeah. Ravens roster is usually a good uh place to find that information. So that's that's good. And it might also be a OTC might be a good place. We'll look for that. Uh sorry to be confusing on this show about it. <laughs> An interesting uh UDFA the Ravens have is Tony Poljan. I was looking at him during the um you know when I was doing my draft analysis and whatnot. It's a very weak tight end class and he he represents an enormous player that looks like he'd be a good blocking tight end. A six seven guy, uh very big, very powerful uh, seems like a reasonable option there as well if you lost Tomlinson. For a practice squad, right? I mean, yes. I mean, if you have if you have an injury, all, all you know, all cards are on the table again. You might you might make other choices, but uh, yeah, I, for practice squad. I mean, he's got four years of of team control left. So if he plays well in camp, the Ravens have to make a choice about him, whether that's IR or or, uh, or putting him on the roster um, due to injury, say. Yeah, it's not unusual to us to carry two tight ends on practice squad, right? So we could have one blocking tight end and then another with a different profile that like mm -hmm. Oliver or or uh, Brilliant. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. So and then if we go with three tight ends, we might get into a position that we go with only two quarterbacks. And at this point, for me, of course, Lamar, and then we have a second quarterback uh, between McSorley and, and Huntley, right? So mm -hmm. the difference here is that Huntley, we have three years of control. McSorley, we have two years of control. Huntley is most likely one that we can keep around in practice squad. McSorley may be... Uh, no risk on either, in my opinion. Yeah. Last if they, year, if they're on the practice squad, you know, they're, they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, they were concerned about uh, letting McSorley go, right? So that's why they kept three, right? Probably. Um, so when did they ever have three? They didn't have three when they really needed it against Cleveland, that's for sure. Yeah. We, know, we know what happened there. Um, with, with Tyler Huntley, let's see, he was active after McSorley got hurt in that Cleveland game, but I didn't think he was active before then. I, I could be wrong. No, we had uh, a RG3 Pittsburgh game. So last year we have RG3, got injured, and then we stayed with Chu, and then and got, hurt. got hurt, and then we had to use Huntley that came from practice squad. So it was a, a, a game day elevation, I think. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think uh, I remember this discussion because, okay, it would be good with Lamar and RG3, and then we actually kept 
three quarterbacks. Uh, all buzz around was saying, "Yeah, you know, we were afraid to to lose McSorley if uh, if we cut," and then they kept him. So I'm. I tend to agree with you. I'm not sure neither of them would be claimed and we could keep uh, one of them in the practice squad, another one as backup quarterback. You look at who those guys are. Uh, Huntley is the guy who would be at more risk, but uh, McSorley coming off an injury for starters. A lot of teams not going to want to take a chance on that. Um, the Ravens, you know, run a very a offense that's very specific to them. Nobody else runs their offense. So when you have quarterbacks who are stylistic matches for Lamar, as those two are, it's less likely that they end up getting yanked off your practice squad. That's a good. A good perspective, right? So, because we could keep the three of them, one in the practice squad, another one. And at this point, I'm more inclined to keep Huntley than McSorley. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure that's what the team going to do, but uh, I think Huntley has more upsides and more similarities with Lamar game. Like, poor man, Lamar. So, but uh, that's one that I, I would like, so, to keep around. So, uh, with this, we covered the offense, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, it was a great show again. We really appreciate having you on, Cristiano. This is uh, some wonderful work. Again, please go over to the gallery section and take a look at the spreadsheet. This is exactly the way you ought to draw it up. And he's got observations. He's got all kinds of other things about, about the uh, individual characteristics of each player that, that really help make you think through the decision, I think, the way that a GM probably does. So I appreciate you, you putting all the work into this, Cristiano. Uh, tell people where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, you can go to Go Ravens Andrade, A-N-D-R-A-D-E. So, and we can talk about football there. Uh, I love to interact about football. Uh, when it's Portuguese, it's in Portuguese, forget it. It's all local stuff. Maybe you want to learn about things in Brazil, but I think that's more, we can keep things on football that it's going to be great. All right. So if you, if they, if they take out your, your tweets in Portuguese and they drop them into Google translate to try and find out what they mean, first of all, Google translate will probably mess it up a little bit, but then, <laughs> then you'll see. All right. Anyway, good follow. I'd, I, uh, I think folks, I'd encourage people to, to uh, follow Cristiano. If you're out there and you want to do a film study short, this is the season to do it. Perfect time between now and the start of camp, very light schedule of, of writing and whatnot. We do have a schedule release tomorrow. We're excited about we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, it'll probably be out sometime later in the week. Um, but anyway, if you're, if you have a, a, if you're interested in doing a topic, send me what your bullet points are for it. Brief idea of what you want to discuss. Focused is good and specific is good. And we do these, we hope in 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, Cristiano, thanks again for being on today. Thank you, Ken. It was quite a pleasure. So let's keep in touch. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. 
Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.